I thank you, Father, for strengthening us with your holy word. Your word is life for us. And thank you, Lord, for your eternal truths that stand forever and countless testimonies that we have from you that you have done in our own lives. We praise you for all that you have done thus far. We thank you, Father, for the power of your word. We praise you. 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 I come against all the forces of darkness and every demonic spirit that is boring against the hearts, minds, and bodies of your people. I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. Thank you for your spirit moving in our midst. Thank you for your presence that is here. Thank you for our living Lord who is in our midst. We praise you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your peace, your joy, your strength, your power, your hope that is in us in an overwhelming manner. We praise you. Thank you, Father. We praise you. 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 Thank you, Lord. We praise you. I commit this word that you just gave, Father. And as you have called me to give this word, Lord, I'm doing what you have told me to do. As we open the scripture that you wanted to read, I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you'll speak to us whatever you want to speak at this hour. That you will reveal to us the mind of Christ. That you'll put down the works of darkness and magnify the Lord Jesus Christ all the more in our midst. We thank you, Lord. We praise you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. We're going to turn our Bibles to 1 Kings chapter 17. 1 Kings chapter 17. I wasn't going to um, speak this morning, but suddenly the Lord gave the word and he said, I want you to speak to my people. And that's the reason why um, I'm here. And uh, we're going to go into this scripture portion that the Lord gave and we'll see what God has to say to us this morning. First Kings chapter 17. And I'm going to read from verse 1 onwards. First Kings chapter 17 from verse 1 onwards. And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As, law, as the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall be there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. I'm going to switch to the New King James Version. I'm going to read one more time. First Kings chapter 17, from verse 1 onwards. And Elijah the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, except at my word. 
Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Get away from here, and turn eastward and hide by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. And it will be that you shall drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. God is specifically bringing uh, the message that God gave before. Um, I believe it was one of the Sunday services during the past few years, and I don't know exactly when it was, but um, where the Lord spoke to us on the importance of standing in the presence of God and how Elijah stood in the presence of God and um, what happened as a result of that. Well, I strongly encourage you to listen to that message and it will bless you greatly as the Spirit of God just brought before me that message to um, place it before you so that you can be blessed. And we'll continue reading. Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, Get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook Cherith which flows into the Jordan. And it will be that you shall drink from the brook and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. For he went and stayed by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the evening. And he drank from the brook. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up, because there had been no rain in the land. I want to pause here briefly, as the Spirit of the Lord wants me to. And speak about a few things that God wants me to. Number one is receiving from God. Receiving from God. Whatever God tells us to do, whatever instruction the Lord gives, it is important for us to receive it from Him. Receiving means Taking what God has said by doing it. If I don't do it, then I have not received it. If I don't do what God has called me to do, then I have not received his word. Jesus said in the Gospels and also in the book of Revelation, that those who really have ears to hear are those who do his will. When you receive what God has said, which is, do what God has said, then God will stand by what he has spoken and he will make sure what he has said to you will come to pass. I want to repeat it. To those who receive his word, which is to those who obey his word. Whatever promise is attached to the word that has been given, which has been received, shall come to pass. I'm going to repeat it one more time as the Holy Spirit wants me to. Those who receive his word, which is do his word, to them... The word of God, which carries the promise of God, will become effective in their lives. Whatever God 
has promised through that word which has been given as a command will come to pass in Elijah's case God told Elijah Elijah I want you to get up get away from here hide by the brook drink from the brook and eat from the birds that I'm going to send all these commands were given by God to Elijah you need to get out of this place and you have to go eastward and you need to hide by the brook the direction is it is a flow into Jordan see that brook over there eastward you need to go there very important you need to hide very important this is where you need to drink and this is where your food will be given and the birds will bring and you need to get from there very clear instructions God gave you don't see Elijah questioning God here well Lord I am the servant of the most high God and why should I hide why should I hide like a coward why should I hide like a criminal I'm your servant you took me before Ahab fearlessly I went you protected me now why should I hide Elijah did not question God because he knew that God was his boss and he was there to receive from God receiving from God equals doing what God has said which equals faith in the one who has given his word to us real faith will obey we've heard it countless number of times here in our church true faith will obey if we have truly received what God has said to us then we will show by actions that we received Elijah received what God said to him and he did exactly what God told him to do those are the people God can trust and those are the people God will give big things to do because these are the people who will not question and who will obey no matter how odd it may appear because they know that they are limited but their God is unlimited Elijah was a man of faith a man of great faith people of great faith will be given great tasks from God to do Elijah was the man of great faith so God comes here and he says get away from here turn eastward hide by the brook Cherith which flows into the Jordan 
and it will be that you shall drink from the brook. I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. This is your source and this is your provision at this time. And Elijah didn't say, but, 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 Lord, but, Lord, I'm going to be over myself. This way you want me to be. I've been called as a prophet of God and I should be out there doing all kinds of things so that the prophets of Baal won't think that Baal is God and so that the children of Israel. He didn't say any of those things to God. God knows all about it. If God called the prophet to hide, then that prophet must hide. Will hide. Faith in God and faithfulness to God matters. It matters. To such people, God will give impossible looking tasks because the God of the impossible will be right with them. If you see Elijah here getting up, in verse 5 is a sweet fragrance to God. I love it when I read it. He did according to the word of the Lord. He went and stayed by the brook church, which flows into the Jordan. Elijah did exactly, exactly what God told him to do. No deviation whatsoever. A great man of God. A great man of faith. Who accomplished great things for God. Who faced great challenges from the enemy. Enemies thought to kill him. Couldn't. A great man of God. Of great words before God. God sent an angel to feed him, to strengthen him, to speak to him. A great man of power who shook the nation, shook the heart of the king. A man of God, a friend of God, a source of God's great power walking on the face of the earth during his lifetime. He did whatever God told him to do. And he went and stayed by the brook Cherith, which flowed into Jordan. Big prophet of God went into isolation. Did what God told him to do went into hiding, did what God told him to do, didn't do his own thing, didn't say, well, Lord, I have contacts here, contacts here, contacts here, contacts I'm a prophet in the nation. Why should I have to go by the brook and hide? I can hide in somebody else's home. He didn't say that. God was his contact. Heaven was his supply. God was the only one whom he served. His eyes were upon God Almighty and God Almighty alone. 
that is why ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening why because he simply believed what God said birds are going to bring food yes Lord he didn't say birds how are they going to bring how much are they going to bring what are they going to carry with their beaks Lord where's the menu how are they going to bring food are they going to carry pots and pans and how hot is the food going to be no he didn't ask any of those things once God said this is how it's going to be Elijah and I want you to do this he immediately got up he did everything that the Lord told him to do didn't think about how it's going to taste and how it's going to look and how much it's going to get nothing his trust was in God do you think God would have given him miserable food God would have given him the best it's a top secret only Elijah and God knows all the birds that came that God commanded brought whatever God told him to bring from wherever whichever place good delicious food God would have provided according to his riches and glory Elijah was the man who believed God whichever way God will provide if he says go and sit I'll go and sit if he says eat I'll eat if he says no food no food that's how Elijah was a man with total peace never anxious for anything a man of God who totally relied on God for everything who was total peace total peace because he had total faith when we have total faith and total confidence in God then we'll have total peace and anxiousness will not be there trying to work out with our own strength our own ability our own wisdom our own understanding trying to dictate to God how God should are trying to be God and say Lord I'm working things out for you so that your name won't be blasphemed meanwhile God never said that you must be very careful God is speaking at this hour be very careful to do only what God has told you to do nothing more nothing less no addition and no deletion only then will you see the glory of God only then only then only then that's when heavens will open up that's when earth will open up that's when the storehouse from heaven will open up that's when the storehouse on earth will open up however God wants to God will do only in the lives of those who only rely on him only in the lives of those who only rely on him 
God is speaking at this hour. Lord, I trust you plus. Lord, I believe you plus. Lord, I'm placing my faith in you plus. God will say, I'm out of here. Keep your pluses with you. You want to do your own thing? Keep doing. Don't bring me into the equation. The Spirit of God is speaking at this hour. When you put a plus and put yourself in there and put what you want to do in here and your own understanding there, God will say, don't put me in that equation. Take me out of there. God plus will not work. God will say, put something out there with your pluses, not me. And then don't call it a testimony. We try to bend God's arms or bend our arms to try to get something or do something. God will say, oh, no, no. You worked your way into getting these things and you did it out of manipulation. You did it out of coercing. You did it out of whatever you call it. It's not of God. Never call it a testimony. Because it is not. Elijah was very different. He was a true servant of God. With utmost faith in God. And did everything that the Lord told him to do. And for him, the ravens brought bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening and he drank from the brook he did exactly what God told him to do he did exactly what God told him to do and because he did exactly what God told him to do the command which contained the promise became a reality in his life According to the word of the Lord, God sent the ravens. God sent food. God gave the water from the brook. Until the time was up for God to bless someone else through Elijah. Now all the birds that God used to bring bread and meat to Elijah we're privileged to do that because they're bringing food for a prophet who's a friend of God. Morning and evening, we don't know how many ravens came and how they all came. It's a secret between Elijah and God. There are certain miracles God will do. Only a gist of it will be published. The rest will be kept because it's a secret. We know one thing. God honored his word that he gave to Elijah. And every day, his birds were commanded by God, King, and gave Elijah food, morning and evening, bread and meat, to strengthen his body during 
famine, during the drought, during the lack of rain, when the heavens were shut, God so faithfully kept Elijah unaffected by what was around him. You see, divine intervention and supernatural provision here. Because he was doing God's will. Because he was doing God's work. Because he was God's man. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, verse 9, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and went to Zarephath. Before he can even go, God already prepared the heart of a widow. Why? Jesus says that in the New Testament, in the Gospels, that she had faith. She had faith in God. Out of all the women there, She's the only woman who had faith in God. Which means what? Which means to obey whatever God would call her to do. In order for God to bless her, in order for God to do a mighty work in her life, in order for God to preserve her and her family in famine, God's grace is coming to her. The grace of God is coming to her. God commanded her, my prophet, my servant is going to come. You must provide for him. And she had the faith when in a famine, when there was no water, when she was running out of everything. God didn't send the man of God when she had, at least for the next several days, no. God is sending him when she's actually running out of even the last bit of food that she was going to make. Her faith is being put to test, knowing that she was a woman of faith. I want to say it again. Her faith was put to test when and God knew that she was a woman of faith. God goes to people who have faith. Whenever God sees faith, wherever God sees faith, <coughs> excuse me, you'll see God there. Wherever God sees faith, which equals absolute obedience to God, this word. We see God show up there. Out of all the women in Israel, God is sending Elijah, the prophet, God's man, God's friend, to this widow. He said, I've commanded her to provide for you. At a time when 
She hardly had anything left. Because God wanted to do a miracle in her life to draw her closer to himself. Because God wanted to bless her. If God wouldn't have sent Elijah there, she would have died. Her son would have died after eating that last meal. They would have died. That's what they thought was going to happen. But the eyes of the Lord that runs to and fro saw faith in this widow of Zarephath. And in order to prosper her, God says, well, Elijah, I want you to go there. So he could have continued feeding him with ravens and he could have kept the brook from drying up. But God wanted to bless the widow of Zarephath. He saw faith in her. He was going to let her die. He was going to let her son die. He's going to grow her faith. He's going to draw her faith. So because of that, God sends Elijah there. Like I said, he could have sent her way before she ran out of her supplies. He could have sent her instead of sending her him to the brook. He could have sent her. He could have sent him, Elijah, straight to the widow's house when she had more. And then that's not faith. That's not a test. God sent Elijah first to the brook. And he was fed by the birds. He could have continued to send the birds, but he chose to bless this woman and preserve her in famine, like God's word says. Now the grace of God is coming to Zarephath, the widow of Zarephath, where when everything is going to be gone, and she and her son are about to die, here comes this prophet of God, this man of God, to her house. Verse 10. So he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, indeed a widow was there gathering sticks, and he called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. Again, just like the command that God gave to Elijah, we see the command of God coming to this widow through Elijah. See, when God said, Go there, I've commanded her to provide for you. The command is actually coming from God through Elijah to her. Bring me water. And bring me a morsel of bread. Two commands from God through Elijah. So when the first command came in a place at a time when there's no water available freely everywhere, she hardly has anything. 
God is moving Elijah to ask her for water so that all throughout the famine and the drought she and her family can have water. See, the trade-off is invaluable. He's just asking her for a cup of water. But what God does for this widow is far more. Can't count the number of cups that God gave through Elijah throughout the period of drought. For her, for her son, and for her family members, the Bible says. God is no debtor to anyone. No one can say, Lord, I give my last cup to you and and so I've given everything. And there I go. I die as a result of that. No. It was for God to bless her. It was for God to keep her alive in famine, as God's word says. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. So when the second command came, she replies, verse 12, So she said, As the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin, and a little oil in a jar. And see, I am gathering a couple of sticks, that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. What is she doing? She's preparing herself to die and preparing herself to see her son die. Because as a human being, she ran out of options. She ran out of resources. She ran out of the very thing that can give her life, which is food. And so, because she had just a little bit of flour and a little oil, She's only gathering a couple of sticks because she knows this is how much I need and after this, I don't have. And so she's saying, this is all I have. I don't have bread. She stated the fact she never said, I can't give you Elijah. And she didn't get upset saying that, look at my condition. And you're coming and asking me at this time. Don't you know the state of this country? Don't you know the state of this land? Don't you know the state of the people? Don't you know about the famine? Are you acting like a stranger here? She didn't say any of those things. She had the reverence and regard for God. And she knew how to speak to the servant of God. She just stated her problem. She is a woman of faith. That's why she went to get water. And she didn't say at that time, well, oh man of God, I 
I'll get water. That's all I have. And by the way, I'm very depressed because, you see, this is all we have and we're going to die. And we don't know what to do. Well, by the way, um, can you find some house that can give me something? No. She didn't try to use the man of God to get what you want to get. No. She was the woman who had no private agenda. No secret motives. She was a woman who was ready to give with nothing in mind to get in return. She is a woman of faith. She stated exactly what she had and what she didn't have when the man of God asked her for something that she didn't have. She was not someone like many people do. Even when they don't have, they pretend like they have and they don't want the other person to think that they don't have and they put up a front and try to give something and get them out so we can die privately but I don't want to put myself in a place of embarrassment and shame she was not like that she was a woman who was honest humble and full of faith what a woman yes she was a widow she didn't have a husband she had one son but she was very rich because she had the character that God was looking for. God sent his prophet, his friend, to her house to feed her, to feed her son, to feed her relatives, to keep her alive and feminine. All her relatives were blessed because of her. It was her faith. Because of her faith, her son lived, the rest of her family lived. God sent Elijah to the widow of Zarephath, not to her family, not to her son, but to her. But it's because of her faith, because of her obedience, because of her humility, because of her generosity, because of who she was before God, God chose her to be blessed and to be a blessing. Not only was she blessed, she became a blessing to her own family. All of them would have died. But she became this woman who became a source of blessing. What a character. What a God who looks for people like her. Rich in the sight of God. Rich in the sight of God. She was rich in the sight of God and God sent his friend, his prophet, to her house. Even though in the sight of man she had nothing, but in the sight of God she had everything. She had everything that God can work with. Rich in the sight of God. A woman who was honest. She said, I'll do it. I give you what I have. Now I'll tell you what I don't have. I want to give. But I don't have this. This is all I have. She never said, I can't. That's why God sent his friend, his prophet, to her house. Because she was rich in the sight of God.
She had what others didn't have. Which God was looking for. A woman of faith. And Elijah said to her, verse 13, Do not fear. Go and do as you have said. But make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me. And afterward, make some for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord, the Lord God of Israel, The vein of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. Now there is a word from the Lord given to her. I understand what you don't have. You also understand what you have. So with what you have, I'm going to tell you something to do. That's where the test of faith comes. Now because she had faith, God was able to send his prophet, his friend, to her. And now this command is being given to her. I know you don't have bread, but what are we going to make? Just a small portion bring to me first. Very important. The word first is very important. It was God's servant. The first portion has to go to him. And he said, do this principle. First things, first. That's what faith is. Faith comes in. When you don't have, and the Lord says, first thing, do this. She honors that word that came from God through Elijah. And God said, Go to the widow of Zarephath, I've commanded. The command is coming through Elijah to her. She didn't see any vision. She didn't see any dream. If that would have been the case, then she would have said, Oh, Elijah, I saw you last night in the dream. God told me to give to you now. She didn't expect to see Elijah. She didn't expect someone will come and ask her. Water. She didn't expect someone to come and ask from her from her last meal that she was going to make but the command that God said that he gave to this woman came through the prophet of God as she obeyed the word of God that came through the prophet of God who was the friend of God The miracle that was attached to the, to, to the word that God gave through the prophet of God, Elijah, became a reality in her life. Because she simply believed. When she said, I don't have the bread, but I have only a little bit of flour and a little bit of oil. This is what I'm going to do before we die. Elijah said, you're not going to die if you do this. Make me a small cake from it first. God's word says, Honor the Lord with your first fruits. Then your bonds shall be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. It's the same principle that we see here. Make me a small cake from it 
first and bring it to me. And afterward, make some for yourself and your son. Once that instruction was given, along with that was a blessing attached to it. The bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. Now, humanly speaking, with what she has, she's supposed to eat that and die. Elijah said this. She's never seen it happen in her life. But she had the faith for it. As soon as he said that, no questions asked. A woman of great faith. She straight away went and did according to the word of Elijah, which was the word of God. I want to emphasize that. The word of God that came through Elijah was the command of God that came through the prophet of God, who was a friend of God, to this widow who had faith that God saw her fit to have this man of God in her house in order for her to see the glory of God and to be blessed and to be a blessing. So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah, which is the word of God. And she and he, in her household, ate for many days. In famine, during drought, God did wonders in this one home. In this one home. Because this one person had great faith and did exactly what God told her to do through the prophet of God. Once she was told, she had this faith, I'm not going to die. My son is not going to die. The prophet of God said that until this famine is going to be over, until this drought is going to be over, we're going to have food. And she went immediately, believing what the prophet of God said. Went and baked that cake and brought the first portion to Elijah. That's what faith will do. After she gave to Elijah, something happened. When she went and made for herself and for her son, she didn't have a little bit of leftover, but she was able to eat to her heart heart's content, and her son was able to eat to his heart's content. She had much more she was able to even give to her household. Now, we don't know how many people lived in that house. All of them ate. First, she only had for herself and for her son. She didn't have for anybody in that house. But now, she had what she didn't have before. She couldn't give to her household. Now she's able to become a blessing. When? 
in the dry season, in the dry period, during Simon. God blessed her and made her into a blessing. This is God's word that God is giving for us at his hour. God didn't remove the famine. It did rain just in her land, in her part. The famine was there. But the famine did not affect her home. Because the man of God was there. Because God was there. So the prophet of God. And the word was given to keep her alive. Your word keeps me alive. Your word brings healing to my mind. Your word heals my body. Your word is all I need. The word of the Lord, the command of the Lord, came to this widow through the prophet of God, who was the friend of God. When she took that seriously and did exactly what she was told to do, her house was the only house that had food in abundance all throughout the period of famine. She had plenty. It was as though she never experienced famine. It was as though she lived in some other country or kingdom. But she was still living the same place. The place where the famine was not affected by the famine. Because God saw her worthy of feeding her. Keeping her alive in famine. Because she had great faith. She had faith to live once the word was given. See, if the word is not given, we can just live in a, live in a la-la land. Say, I believe, I believe, I believe. But what are you believing? Did you get a word from the Lord? She got a word from God through Elijah. And she held on to that. And she went and did what God told her to do through Elijah the prophet. As a result of that, she had plenty. They saw the hand of God move in their home every single day. Why? Because she had faith. She had faith. She had faith that pleased God. Someone can say, well, I have faith. They're stingy. I have faith that I can't share. I have faith that if the man of God comes and asks, oh no, not knowing that it's for their own blessing. I have faith. But you know what? I use it just for my own family. That kind of faith will not be honored by God because it's self-centered. So when people say I have faith and they use it for self-gain, not for God's glory, not to do what God has called them to do, 
and that faith will become of no use because at that point it becomes greed God will not encourage anyone's greed we can never use or we should never use the scriptures to manipulate our circumstances and use it towards self-gain God is speaking to our hearts at this hour We need to have faith that pleases God. Pure faith. Holy faith. Faith that moves the heart of God. Faith that brings results. Faith that will lay itself down. Faith that will do exactly that which God has called them to do. Just like Elijah. And the word of the Lord came to this woman at Zarephath. She exactly did what God told her to do through the prophet of God. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Regardless of what our circumstance may be, regardless of what we may see on the outside, regardless of what may happen around you, do you have the faith to hear God has spoken do you have ears to hear God has spoken if God has said something to you do you have the faith to obey when you have the faith to obey you will see the blessing that is attached to the command that God has given will come to pass in your life. Every word that God has spoken shall come to pass, provided we obey every instruction God has given. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for speaking to your people this morning in an unexpected way. Thank you for the voice of the Lord God Almighty that we heard this morning. Thank you for your word that you've given to us. It keeps us alive in famine. That satisfies us. Totally satisfies us. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. I pray that you bless your people this morning. Cause them, Lord, to experience the goodness of God in the land of the living by expressing their faith in God. Let no one take a single step or half step backwards. Let each and every single one go forward by obeying God wholeheartedly, joyfully, so that God can do the impossible in their lives. You want to bless each and every single one here. You want to do the impossible in their lives. I pray that you will give each one eyes to see, ears to hear. May each one be like this woman of Zarephath. 
that their faith may draw the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords to them, to where they are, so that you can do greater things in their lives, Lord, greater works. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Give them each a loyal heart. A heart that will be loyal to God Almighty at all times. Oh Lord, a heart that will not lean on to their own understanding. But a heart that will listen to what God says and simply obey the voice of the Holy Spirit. So I pronounce your blessing upon your people this morning that they may have eyes to see, ears to hear. Oh Lord, the obedience that comes as a result of faith that you're looking for may be found in them, oh Lord. Thank you, Jesus. With his blessing, I bless them with as your servant standing in the presence of God, before the throne of God, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God. I bless your people. That they may be people of faith, people who have ears to hear. Every time that you speak, may they have ears to hear and hearts to obey, and may they be obedient people that you may find them worthy of doing great mighty things in their lives. I thank you for doing this. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen.